Breakfast Business with Enterprise Ireland on News Talk. Before the invasion of Ukraine by Russia, few people in Western Europe, at least Western Europe at least, gave much thought to further EU enlargement and other countries wanting to join the bloc. Preoccupied as we were with one country very near us in Ireland quitting the EU. But now that now that war has reached our continent again, admitting new members has become a live issue. But should we? Ian Bond is Director of Foreign Policy at the Centre for European Reform, which has written quite a bit about this issue this week. Good morning, Ian. Good morning. Your think tank is not especially Eurosceptic, but it sounded a strong note of caution regarding EU enlargement this week, including Ukraine. Well, I mean, I think it's a good it's a good idea in principle, but we're very conscious that there is nothing like a consensus for it in the EU at the moment. Um, and, uh, you know, on the best construction, it's going to take quite a long, quite a lot of years before you see um, a country like Ukraine being able to join the EU. Um, you say there's, there's no consensus. There certainly is in Eastern Europe. But what you're trying to say is countries in Western Europe, maybe Germany and France and maybe the, and maybe Netherlands, are very suspicious of the idea. Are they worried from an economic point of view or the fact that there are 44 million Ukrainians and they're not very wealthy and they might all move westwards? Well, I think those, both the economics and the migration question are important, but so is the question of whether Ukraine is able to meet the, the other requirements in terms of rule of law, in terms of um, uh, its, its, um, its own economic development uh, to be able to participate as a full member of the, the EU. Um, and I, I'd correct you on one thing. I'd say, uh, you know, there are a number of countries in Central Europe which are in favour of Ukraine being given a, a quick path to membership. Um, but, you know, there are bilateral disputes of long standing between Ukraine and Hungary. Uh, doesn't everybody mean, squabble with Hungary, Ian? Everybody squabbles with Hungary. It, it's a, a kind of EU sport at the moment. Um, um, but but they would have a veto on uh, on whether um, a country like Ukraine can join the EU. Actually, you've raised a very important issue. We're talking about enlargement, uh, but the EU has never forcibly removed a member. Um, uh, but Hungary seems to be thumbing its nose at the EU, certainly when it comes to freedom of the press, uh, a free judiciary. Not that Poland is a saint either, but uh, certainly po- um, Hungary is the first country that could be considered for removal. Well, you can't remove a country from the EU against its will. The the most that you can do is you can suspend its voting rights. Um, there's a procedure in the treaty for that, which requires the consensus of all the the countries, except for the obviously the one that is being targeted. Now, up until now, Poland and Hungary have protected each other. You know, both of them have have got into trouble with the uh, Commission over the state of rule of law in their countries. Um, but because there are two of them, um, that has always meant that that this procedure, the so-called Article Seven procedure 
procedure after the part of the treaty um, has not been uh, implemented against them. And the change now is that the Poles are getting very, very fed up with the Hungarians blocking sanctions against Russia. Um, and I think there is now more of a threat to Hungary that in fact its voting rights might be suspended. I mean, I don't think we're there yet, uh, but if I were Viktor Orban, I would be starting to worry a little bit more about um, damaging my relations with Poland to quite the extent that he has done over the last few weeks. Are there any countries from the recent accession wave, Romania, Bulgaria and Croatia, that you thought weren't ready at all to join and yet joined? I, I mean... Uh, Romania and Bulgaria both had these special procedures put in place uh, because there were so many worries about the rule of law and corruption um, in those countries. Now, you know, they are gradually sorting those problems out, but I think many people would say there's still an issue there. And, you know, we're talking a lot about Ukraine, but there are also the Western Balkan countries, which have been in the in the queue for enlargement for some time. Uh, countries like Serbia and North Macedonia and Albania. Um, and, you know, one of the reasons that their uh, progress has been held up is because people are, are worried that they're not meeting the criteria on rule of law. North Macedonia, they, they're in a rather special position in that everybody thinks that they're actually doing quite well, uh, but they have a bilateral dispute with Bulgaria, which for historical reasons has suddenly decided that North Macedonia needs to acknowledge that its uh, historical roots lie in Bulgaria, something which the North Macedonian don't agree with and are not prepared to agree, to, it's, to it's, accept. It's fascinating these, um, we call them squabbles, but of course they're very serious uh, if you live in those countries. Ian Bond, thank you so much. That's Ian Bond from uh, the Centre for European Reform. Breakfast Business with Enterprise Ireland on Newstalk.